You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Our favorite uh, medical show, Medical Files, on uh, Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Al-Sunnah of Jama'ah. And Alhamdulillah, once again, we joined by specialist family physician, uh, Dr. Farooq Hafiji. And uh, with him and uh, with the pious and sagacious Umar, let me welcome uh, both of you with a hearty Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening, Dr. Farooq Hafiji? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to you and to your listeners. Alhamdulillah, uh, doing well, no problem. No, absolutely, doctor. You know, as you see, uh, with the tapestry of life uh, documenting us and uh, many people, uh, you know, making parada from the dunya. And, you know, in yesteryear, they say, yes, certain individual passed away and generally it was the elderly. But today in our midst, we see so many youngsters making parada from the dunya. You know, how do we deal with uh, these uh, dynamics, uh, uh, doctor? Uh, yes, uh, you know, it's, it's very complicated and it's becoming more and more complicated as time is going on. And uh, we have to we have to be very careful because there's so much of falsehood going around and so much of misinformation. Uh, we need to really be sure that uh, the information we're getting uh, is the correct information. And uh, uh, it's, it's becoming a nightmare now because you need to double check everything, you know, and you need to make sure that your sources are correct here. Uh, it's it's um, um, it's you know um, it's an information explosion. Now, I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, with the information, and you get uh, information, and you get misinformation, and you get sometimes the true information. Then you are told, no, it's a conspiracy theories, and so forth and so forth. But uh, the bottom line is, you know, we should ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to even guide us in this time of information explosion, as Dr. Farooq Hafiji uh, has told us. But moving on uh, to the topic uh, that we're going to talk about, uh, common cold and uh, many other ailments. And, you know, we know for a fact that a common uh, viral infection of the nose and throat, is, <coughs> yeah, you've got a cold, uh, Shafat. And, uh, uh, doctor, in contrast to the flu, a common cold can be caused by uh, many different types of viruses. The condition is generally harmless and uh, symptoms usually resolve within two weeks. And, you know, many say that the body has the power, has the strength to fight all these uh, infections that come through the nose and throat. Uh, how, what do you read into this, uh, doctor? Uh, yes, uh, that's, that's true, because um, uh, this, the common cold is caused by a whole multitude of viruses. Uh, in fact, there is a COVID strain as well that causes, uh, <clears throat> that causes the COVID uh, common cold. And it has been around with us since uh, the last 50, 60 years. Uh, but it's not the COVID that we know uh, uh, that's caused the pandemic uh, in, the, in the last couple of years. Uh, this is a, a common, it's a, it's a mild one. Uh, and it has been around with us for, for, for quite some time. And it's a common cold. And uh, the, the, there are many viruses that, uh, that, that cause the problem. Uh, but there are some that are outstanding. Uh, some some that uh, are, are recurring every year, uh, and uh, these are the ones that we need to pay attention to. The the other ones are usually very simple ones. They 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 are with you for about two or three or four days, and by five six days, by seven days, it's all gone. Um, but there are some that that would that would be there for about ten to fourteen days, uh, and um, can cause quite a bit of discomfort and and problems. Um, especially in those people who are vulnerable, those people who are uh, elderly, uh, people who are, who are obese, pregnant women, um, people who are uh, on chemotherapy agents, 
diabetics, people with high blood pressure, people with heart disease, people with kidney disease. Uh, these are all people who will have who, are, who will be uh, vulnerable uh, to these viruses. And of course, these viruses make maja in the body for a while longer, uh, with the result that the disease stays a little longer and the complication rate is a bit higher. Uh, so we need, to, we need to be careful of this group of people. Uh, when, and so it could be just a common cold for us, uh, but for, for, these, for this category of people, uh, it can be quite a serious infection and can cause major problems and can cause pneumonia and hospitalization and sometimes even death. Uh, so, so we need to be just careful. Now, the children are the ones that usually pick it up very quickly, and our body forms an immunity to, to most of them. And that's the reason why in the first few years of life, children get sick very, very frequently. And especially if they go to creche or they go to daycare or they go to a madrasa early, early in the years, they will pick up these infections from each other, and of course, they will form their own uh, antibodies uh, to to protect themselves for the future. So what what so? But the problem is that they are the ones who will bring it home and give it to the elderly and give it to the people who are vulnerable and give it to all of us. And that's why you find that the parents of these children who go to school at that age early, uh, between one and five, uh, between two and five, uh, or two and seven. Uh, they are, the parents will get sick very frequently because the kids are bringing it from school or madrasa and they give it to the parents. Uh, so uh, we, we need to think about that. Now, if you take a child and you keep the child isolated at home, not exposed to any other children, uh, and like, for, like homeschooling, for instance, without interaction with other children, uh, they will not get sick very often. Uh, they will not get sick because they are not coming into contact with these bugs that are commonly found in the community. But once they expose themselves to other people, to other children, they will then start getting sick. So if that happens at the age of five or six or seven, they will start getting sick at that time over and over and over again uh, because they're now catching up on all the viruses that are common in the community that they should have had when they were two, three, four years old. Now they're all getting it when they are uh, six, seven, eight years old, when they are now exposed to more children. So unfortunately, we have to go through that cycle of getting getting these infections that are in the community and, and, and allowing our bodies to develop the immunity against them. Of course, for, with some of the uh, viruses, um, we, we, our bodies cannot develop an immunity to them because uh, so these viruses change every year. Uh, so, you know, you, your bodies may recognize them as a, as, a, as a particular virus this year, but uh, it changes, and next year, uh, there's a little change in its appearance, and the body doesn't recognize it. And because the body doesn't recognize it, uh, it, it can't, the antibodies that it has cannot uh, protect the body, uh, with the result that uh, they will get an infection again. So that's why they say there is no treatment for common colds. Uh, there's no cure for common colds. It, it recurs every year, and the reason is that these viruses are changing. But not many of them. There are some, but they are really irritating ones uh, that keep coming every year. Uh, and, uh, you know, we just have to put up with them. Uh, so that's basically what happens. Uh, they are, uh, we'll talk about the more serious ones uh, as we go along. Uh, but the, uh, but uh, uh, basically, that's, that's, that's what happens. These viruses are in the community. All the time. And uh, the reason why we get it more in winter is because we've got our windows shut 
we are sitting, we are huddled up in home because it's cold. Uh, we are uh, we are indoors. There's not much ventilation, and that's the reason why we get we get the, these viruses more in winter. But they are around all the time throughout the year. And in summer, we don't get them very much because our windows are open, good ventilation. We're outside most of the time, uh, with the result that our chances of us getting these viruses are much lower. So therefore, we learn from that that ventilation is so important. It's so important to keep the windows open to allow fresh air to come in and a breeze to come in to take these viruses out. Well, you know, Doctor, I know when we were younger, and as you talk about, you know, ventilation, we used to play more outdoors, enjoy the trees, enjoy the orchards, run from early morning to late in the afternoon and so forth. You know, I remember, like, you know, if you got a cold, then there was a runny nose or you're sneezing or maybe some congestion or tight chest. But the parents really got worried. Was well, they said, oh, that is normal. He's gotten, you know, they say neta and so forth. But when you there was a high fever, that's when the alarm bells started ringing, uh, doctor. But then they even had home remedies. They tried to, you know, bring ice packs and so forth and bring the fever down. Uh, when is the, you know, uh, when you've got the common cold, uh, when is the, uh, the uh, is the moment that you say, no, 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 this kid has to go to a doctor now? How do you identify that moment, doctor? Uh, what happens is that uh, if you look at the way uh, these viruses work, uh, and understand them, uh, they they will attack your upper respiratory uh, tract. They're called upper respiratory infections. Some of them are low, in, low respiratory infections. Low, low respiratory means lungs and bronch bronchial tubes and lungs. Uh, and upper respiratory is usually the sinuses, the nose, and the, and the throat. Uh, so usually they, they affect the upper respiratory tract. Sore throat, runny nose, uh, and congested sinuses, uh, and of course, glands in the neck. Uh, these are symptoms and signs uh, of, of 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 the cold, uh, and and so uh, they are usually self-limiting. They are they usually go away, uh, absolutely go away. Uh, and uh, so what what needs to happen? Uh, you can't do anything about the virus. The antibiotics don't work. You're wasting your time with antibiotics. In fact, sometimes the antibiotics can make it worse because they interfere with our immune system, uh, with the result that. Our body is trying to fix the virus. In the meantime, the antibiotic is, 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 is obstructing it. It's different from a bacteria. With a bacteria, the antibiotics will actually actively kill the, the bacteria, which, is, which means that they are helping our body. But with a virus, the antibiotics work differently. The antibiotics are actually a no-no. It's, it's a nuisance for the body. It obstructs the work of the body. So that's why it's so important to, work, to try and work out is this a virus or a bacteria? And, 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 and very often, you know, the lay people is very difficult for non-medical people to distinguish between the two. And then sometimes it's very difficult for medical practitioners to distinguish between the two. But there are signs that you can look for. There are things that you can, you can do and have an idea uh, of, of what, uh, what to do. So basically, you'll find that these common viruses, these common cold viruses, they start with, with, with symptoms, and the most, um, uh, uh, the, most uh, the, the period when it is most contagious, the, most, the period when it spreads the most is of 24 hours just before the symptoms start and into the symptoms, and 48 hours into the symptoms. So the first two or three days is a time when this virus is really spreading like wildfire. It's really spreading very fast, and, the, and it's multiplying by the millions. So, uh, 
So each cough that you make, you 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 cough each time. You you just cough out the virus all over the body, all over the air. Uh, you sneeze, the virus comes out of your body into the air. So whoever's around there and breathes these viruses in, uh, they will now start getting symptoms as well because the virus has now gone from one person into another person, and that person and the virus will now start growing in that person, uh, and 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 that's how it spreads. So. For the first three days, you, you the symptoms are going to be there. So what are the symptoms? The symptoms are a runny nose, a sore throat, a headache, body pains. Body pains are very important with viruses because they cause body pains. They, they are the ones that are very notorious for causing body pains. Bacteria, not so much of body pains, more of a headache rather than just generalized body pains. The viruses, more body pains than anything else, plus a headache, but the body pains are the main issue. Uh, with uh, with viruses, so that's one of the distinguishing characteristics. Not absolutely uh, right. Uh, not you can't be hundred percent sure about this because sometimes it, there's a cross thing as well. Sometimes not much bro uh, body pains with viruses and head and headache, and you think it's a bacteria. Uh, but and then sometimes with the bacteria you may get body pain. So, but the majority of cases, eighty percent, ninety percent of cases, uh, the virus will produce body pains, backache, leg pains. Uh, chest pains, stomach pains, and of course headache as well. And the bacteria will cause a headache and less of body pains. So that will happen in the first two or three days. So, uh, so that you get runny nose, congested sinuses, sore throat, post nasal drip, glands in the neck, uh, fever, uh, uh, coughing, and of course uh, uh, you know loss of appetite, loss of taste sometimes, and loss of smell. And what what you need to do is you can't kill the virus. The, the body will kill the virus. So allow the body to kill the virus. So what do you do? You make it easy for the body. So you treat the symptoms. Don't treat the symptoms until it stops. People these days want quick cure, and there's no such thing as a quick cure with these viruses. You have to go through it. You have to go through it until the body is ready enough uh, to be able to take control of the virus. So you treat symptoms. So if you've got a headache, you take some mild pain tablets, something like paracetamol, Panado, whatever it is. Nothing serious, nothing strong, especially with children. Don't give them any strong medication for the headache. You know, don't give them things like like, like complicated ones where there are there are two or three things in that in that mixture. Just plain paracetamol is enough uh, to 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 keep the, the the body pains down and the fever down. But the fever, I just want to talk about the fever a little bit uh, because the fever is actually a protective thing for our body. Allah Ta'ala has made our body in such a way that uh, that it, it needs to have a fever to fight the virus. Uh, so it doesn't mean that if you don't have a fever, the body is not fighting the virus. No, no, the body will still be fighting the virus. But but for the for the for the for those viruses that are multiplying by the millions very quickly, the body needs to rev up its engine. The body needs to rev up its temperature to be able to fight the virus. So what, what so, so the body will pick up the, the temperature. Now, if you bring the temperature back to normal, you're actually doing the body a disfavor. You're trying to, uh, you know, it's not, you're trying to decrease the revving of the engine of the body to fight this virus. So so what you need to do, you need, there's a cutoff line, there's a cutoff point, and the, and the cutoff point is 38.5. If the temperature is between, or normal temperature is between, say, 35 and 37.5, 36 to 37.5 is a normal temperature of the body that you'll find. Um, 
and and you can go up to 38.5 and leave the temperature don't bring it down because that temperature is very good for the body to fight the virus temperatures above 38.5 39 39.5 40 degrees now you have to bring the temperature down um, by tepid sponging or by using paracetamol uh, and of course, if, if that doesn't work, you can add Ponstan to it or Ponstan-like medications uh, to it. There's lots, there's lots of them. There's Brufen and there's Voltaren and, and, and all that kind of thing. But, uh, but basically, you use medication to bring tepid sponging works, but tepid sponging, not for five minutes. You have, you'll have to do it for half an hour, 45 minutes, uh, because the transfer of heat, what you're doing with tepid sponging is you're taking the heat out of the body into the water. That's what you're doing. You're taking, so the water has to be not cold, but cool, uh, slightly warm, because the, temp the, 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 the temperature of the body needs to be higher than the temperature of the water. That's how you're transferring the, the heat from the body into the water. So uh, tepid sponging works very well, but it takes time and, and patience. Uh, so bring it down to about 38 degrees is fine, then stop, because remember, your body needs the temperature to fight the virus. So don't try and aim to bring the temperature right down to 36 or 36.5. Uh, you actually bring your body a disservice by, by doing that. So mild temperatures up to 38.5, just leave it alone. Uh, just leave it alone. Just make sure that the child or the person is well hydrated. You have to make sure about that because the more dehydrated the person is, the higher the temperature. The better hydrated the person is, the lower the temperature. So hydration plays a very important part in trying to control that fever. So you, you need to make sure that, that, they, that they, they are, especially children, has, they have to be reminded to drink water on a regular basis. They may drink, not drink the whole tumbler, but give them sips of water so that they can, they can, they can, uh, they can hydrate themselves uh, well. And of course, the way to work out whether they're hydrated or not is look at the urine. If the urine is dark, they're underhydrated. If the urine is light, uh, light in color, they're well hydrated. So that's what, that's, that's what, your, your gauge should be as far as uh, hydration is concerned. Of course, medically, we look for skin, uh, the skin crumpling, skin turgor. Uh, we look for dry eyes, dry, dry tongue, uh, and all those kinds of things to look to, to see whether uh, the person is dehydrated or not. But a simple test at home you do is just to check the urine, and that will tell you uh, whether the person is hydrated or not. A runny nose, again, uh, don't aim to stop the runny nose completely because the reason why we have a runny nose is because, see, Allah Ta'ala has made our body so fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. It works on its own. Uh, and it's like automatic. You know, the reason why we have a runny nose is that the body is trying to clear the virus. The body is trying to clear the virus and the dead tissue left behind by the, by the fight between the body and the virus. All the dirt that comes out, that's why it goes yellow. That's why it goes green, because all the, all the muck, uh, that's left behind, the, the dead bodies of the virus and, and the dead cells uh, between the fight between the body and the germ, that's, that's what comes out with the, with the discharge that we come out, that we have from our nose. So I'm, I'm being very graphic here, <laughs> making it a bit simple to, at the same time no, to, try make, to try and make people understand what, why we have a runny nose. That's the reason why we have a runny nose. Uh, so, and of course, the, 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 that liquid that comes out with the runny nose is full of viruses. So now, you, you know, if you, 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 that's how it spreads as well. So, you know, if you have a tissue in your hand and you, you, you're blowing your nose, uh, you, you must make sure that there's nobody around you because that virus is coming out and splitting into the air as well. So 
The idea is to keep the nose clear. That's the aim. The aim is to keep the nose clear so that this mucus can come out freely without any problems, without any blocking of any tubes. Because once the tubes start getting blocked, that's when you get sinus infections and that's when you get ear infections from these common colds. So the idea is to, to open the nose out. And how do you do that? You, you can do that with medication or better still with nasal sprays. They are decongestant nasal sprays, which every house with children or adults should have at home. There are quite a few available. These are decongestant nasal sprays. Can't use them for more than five days. You have to use it for three or four, three or four days. Dose in the morning, dose in the evening, opens up the nose, opens up the sinuses, opens up the passages so that this mucus can come out. And that's what you need. You, now you're helping the body. Now you're helping the body to get rid of this mucus because if the, if, the, if, the, if the lining is swollen, it will block the tubes and prevent the mucus, the mucus from coming out. Uh, you, want to, you want to shrink the lining, open up the passages so that the mucus can come out. And that's the aim. That's, that's, that's why we need a decongestant. There are tablets available as well. There are decongestant tablets, but don't go for ones that have antihistamines in it and a whole mixture of other things. Go for a straight decongestant, straight decongestant tablet, because antihistamines are only useful for people who have allergic rhinitis or people who have uh, allergies that create the problem. So if you have allergic rhinitis and you, you get a cold, the antihistamines will help you because now you, it'll help you with your allergy, uh, but uh, and it'll it'll slow down your runny nose. Uh, so otherwise, if you if you don't have allergic rhinitis, you don't have hay fever symptoms, you don't need antihistamines to treat a cold, common cold. All you need is a decongestant, panado decongestant. That's all. You don't even need a cough mixture. If you want a cough mixture, make your own mixture with ginger and and and. Uh, ginger and honey. Make a ginger and honey water mixture and, and drink that. That's far better than taking any cough mixtures. Cough mixtures are no-no for children especially because they create, create a lot of problems. Uh, and, and, and children, children, you know, sometimes they don't complain about the side effects of these medications. Uh, they'll just go along, but you'll find the child will be drowsy and the child will be less cooperative. And, and actually, it's a medication that's doing that. So rather keep it very simple. You know it's going to go away. All you need to do is treat the symptoms, make the child comfortable, keep them at home, uh, hydrate them, uh, make sure the temperature doesn't go very high, uh, and uh, make sure they're giving some nutritious foods. And if, not, if, if the appetite is gone, they don't feel like eating, make nutritious drinks. Smoothies, or, or or maybe a milkshake, and, and maybe maybe some some soup, a nice soup that that they can they can drink rather than eat because they don't feel like eating, but they don't mind drinking. So you give them drinks, but to give them nutritious drinks to to for them to uh, to have um, to to support the body uh, during this time when the body is trying to fight the virus. So uh, if you just do that, you will find that that the person will recover. Now we are talking about. How do you differentiate between a virus and, a, and, and something that's serious? Well, as I told you earlier, these symptoms usually go on for two or three days. After, after three days, the symptoms should decrease. This is very important. The symptoms should go down. You should start feeling better. So, the, the, so it goes down, 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 down to about five or seven days. 
with the most serious ones like the respiratory sensitive virus, uh, that's that's a, that's that's a much more stronger one, uh, the RSV. That's RSV we call it, some respiratory sensitive virus. It's going. It has been going around creating havoc this last winter, uh, and it has been causing more problems than the flu. Uh, this respiratory sensitive virus. It's not a flu virus. It's a it's a respiratory virus. It's a, uh, so. This one lasts 10 days, 14 days, but you, but it, but after three days, four days, you will find that you will start improving. You will start in, you, improving. With a bacterial infection, you will, you will get worse. You, you will not improve. After three days, you'll still be the same or even worse. The fourth day, you'll be even worse or, or still the same because the, the bacteria is now multiplying in your body without any uh, anything to stop it. That's when you need antibiotics. So after three or four days, you find that you are not getting better. Your sore throat is still there, and uh, you 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 know you're not feeling you feeling miserable. Your your cough is getting worse. Uh, sinuses are getting more congested. And then you need to see a doctor uh, to verify that you don't have any complications to to check whether it's a bacteria or not. Uh, and and then and if if we suspect that it is a bacteria, uh, then you be put on to antibiotics, appropriate antibiotics. Some of these antibiotics don't work. Some of these antibiotics, the resistance rate is so high, it doesn't work. So a lot of people go to the pharmacy and, and get some antibiotics from the pharmacy, but that's not the right thing to do uh, because the pharmacist really doesn't know, hasn't looked at your throat and hasn't, doesn't know what, what, what's going on uh, inside your body that's, that you need uh, to try and fix that, uh, uh, that, that bacteria or whatever it is. There is one bacteria which, is, which I must... Uh, talk about which uh, which can cause major problems in the body and that's a streptococcus it's a bacteria it's a streptococcus bacteria and it's a particular strain of the streptococcus and that causes a sore throat and again it'll cause a runny nose and a headache and and fever uh, and it'll present like like it's a cold like a common cold but then it won't get better it'll start you know uh, becoming worse and of course the doctor will be able to tell uh, because it has a particular, it has a peculiar look on the, in, the, in the throat, and uh, and of course it has a white uh, little membrane that 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 you can see as well. Uh, a doctor will be able to see it and identify it. These bacteria are very dangerous, very bad, uh, because they produce a toxin, and that toxin can damage the kidney permanently, and it can cause it can it can damage the heart valves permanently, causing rheumatic fever. And and of course it can can as it can cause permanent damage to the kidney, causing serious kidney infection for the rest of the life of the child. Uh, so uh, that's a, that's a, a bad one, but it's not a very common one. But it does happen, and the way you pick it up is that this thing does not improve after three or four days. It'll just get worse, and it needs uh, medical attention. Mostly, eighty percent of people will get better in three or four days' time. And that's what we need to look at, and that's what we need to concentrate on. Zakharov, for that, uh, doctor, you're so graphic. I could even see my class one uh, classmate, uh, Satya Balan. Yeah, when he had a runny nose and he lick it with his uh, yeah, from his lips and all that. Hey, <laughs> those were the days. But uh, bless you, doctor. Brilliant graphic indeed. Uh, looking at a message from uh, Babu, he says, "Assalamualaikum, Doctor Farooq Afiji. You are simply one of the best." I want to know from Doctor Farooq Afiji with the advent of. Uh, medicine being so freely available from your corner supermarkets where your Bangladeshi uh, uh, shop counter hand can give it to you. 
right to all the supermarkets. Is it, uh, is it a benefit or is it a danger? Because I notice uh, you can buy any medicine and whatever you want at a dead cheap price. But we don't know whether they are counterfeit or whether they are expired, uh, expired ones. But we are generally buying over-the-counter products. Is there a big danger? That's a brilliant question from Babu, uh, doctor. Yes, uh, it is very important that, uh, that, that point that you brought up. Uh, you know, I always, I always uh, take the example of a car. Uh, if you want to buy a, a part for the car, would you make sure that that part is a genuine part or one, or if it's a generic, it's a, it's a good generic that, that, that will not cause a damage to the car or, or will fail while you are driving? Uh, would you then go and buy that, uh, that and put it in your car, think, you know, not, not worried about the fact that it may fail? Now, if we, can, if we do that to the car, what about our, what about our bodies? Aren't, shouldn't we then put stuff in our body that we know is not going to harm us, uh, but, but will actually help us? So there are, you're right, there are so many fake medicines available at the moment. Uh, it's unbelievable. It's all mixed up and, and there's no, you know, the, 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 we have regulatory authorities in, in, in the country, uh, but uh, these, these medicines are brought outside the regulatory authorities and, and nobody knows about them. And uh, so, so they, you know, it's a, like a free-for-all. Uh, you got to be very, very careful. Uh, buying these 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 types of medications, you rather go to a proper place, uh, a proper pharmacy who can help you uh, and, and and pick pick medications that you know are made correctly uh, by responsible people and are regulated uh, wherever wherever possible. Uh, and and if you yeah do that. And but you know um, again the pharmacists uh, with due due respect to them. They do a very good job. They know the medications very well, and they can advise you about side effects and when to take it, and and all that, that kind of thing, all all that kind of stuff. But they are not clinicians. They are not doctors. They are not people who would who would be able to give you the most appropriate medication for that for that uh, illness. So so always, you know, they are. That's why medications are scheduled. Schedule one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, because then the, the first few schedules, they are, the pharmacists are allowed to dispense them, no problem. But when you come to schedule four drugs and above, the pharmacist is not allowed to, uh, to, to, to give you those drugs simply because uh, uh, they, these drugs are controlled and they need to be used in a specific way. And, and uh, you need to be trained how to use it. You need to be trained how to detect uh, for which conditions that they need to be used. So again, I take the example of a uh, uh, of a space car, car space uh, place. Uh, the car space place sells you the spares of the car, but they are not mechanics. They don't they don't put those parts into the car. You can't go to the uh, car space shop and ask them to fix your car. Can't do that because they don't know how to fix the car. This is the same thing that's happening with uh, with pharmacists. They they are they are people who are, who know the drugs very well. They know the they, they know the in and ins and outs of the drugs. But they, they to a certain extent they can help you uh, with the schedule one, two, and three drugs. But when it comes to schedule four, you have to have a proper mechanic to 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 fix it, and you have to go to a doctor to to see which is the most appropriate medication to take. Uh, you know. Uh, 
this is very important. And, and this is where we find a lot of problems. We find inappropriate use of antibiotics, inappropriate use of, of the doses is sometimes is not right. Uh, and uh, it, creates, it creates a problem for further management because now you've already had a course of antibiotics which were not, not the right ones. And now you have to use have another course of antibiotics which is more damaging to the body. And, and now it, it puts a doctor in a dilemma as to what to do now. Uh, because they're trying to trying, trying to minimize the damage on the body and 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 uh, create a, a safe environment for the body uh, now they are faced with a situation where uh, something has been used which has not been appropriate and which has not been right so i think uh, i think that's that's one of the things that i've experienced in my in my career in my life that uh, sometimes it's, it's it's you know more most of the times it's better for you to separate the functions of the two and anything above schedule four you really need to see a doctor to make sure that you're getting the appropriate antibiotic the appropriate medication uh, to treat your symptoms um, otherwise don't go to the corner shop and get your schedule four schedule five drugs from there because you really don't know what you're buying and you really you, you're putting it into your body and you are you may be creating a problem for yourself so you know look after your bodies uh, in, in, well, I know they are they are cheap. They are very very cheap, and uh, you know people who can't afford to see a doctor, uh, they they may go for them. Um, but again, you need to make sure that they first of all that they work. They are not fake, and if they are fake, what is it inside the tablet? What is inside the tablet uh, that that they made up with, and then you are now consuming it? Uh, so what chemicals are they using to make the tablet? Uh, so that's another big worry for us. Looking at a message here from uh, Kasim, he says, Jazakallah uh, khair, brew chef, for bringing on Dr. Farooq Afiji. He's uh, full of hikmah, wisdom, and experience. Please, uh, Dr. Farooq Afiji, uh, the last week I went uh, to uh, two reputable uh, pharmacists and pharmacies. Uh, these are big branded ones. And I wanted to buy a certain product. I noticed that at one, it was half the price than the other. What are they doing? Are they running our mock with us with our price, uh, prices also, doctor? What do we do then? The big pharmacies are buying buck, huge buck. And some of them are actually uh, manufacturing their own brands. Uh, like uh, like you, you get supermarkets which have their own brands of milk or whatever it is. You know? um, so in the same way, these big chains of uh, uh, pharmacies uh, they they are they are buying in bulk and that's where they're getting their discounts from and, and that's where they are making the med- make medication very cheap. The the independent pharmacies uh, who don't have this big buying power and they don't need that many they, they can't they can't keep that much of stock. They unfortunately have to pay the full the full price for it when they're buying it. And so uh, when they put up their markup, uh, then the price becomes a bit higher than what. So the uh, the chain the chain supermarkets uh, the chain uh, uh, pharmacies can uh, can sell them for and that's why there will be a, a price difference between the two um, but I'm talking about reputable companies uh, you know I'm not talking about you know shady people who are who are selling drugs that may maybe of, uh, of poor quality because those will be very cheap and and if they're very cheap you have to you you have to ask yourself. Why is it so cheap? There's a problem. You know, either it's fake or it's been, you know, it fell off a truck or, you know, it, it, uh, 
it was brought illegally into the country or whatever it is, you know, that that's those are the questions that you need to ask yourself. Looking at a message from uh, Merun Masi, she says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Ba Shafaz, and uh, not forgetting our Mufti A.K. Hussain, Allah bless him for making such a lovely station. And uh, about the Dr. Faru Kafiji, we listen from CII days. Very good doctor. I want to tell the Dr. Faru Kafiji, when our children were small, it was at that time, and when we were small, we were used to cover from the common coal during uh, uh, three to four days. But today, 12, 10, 20 days later, they recover, and then uh, another 10 days later, they get cold again. Why this uh, is happening, doctor? Are they playing fools? Doctor, how do you respond to our Merun Masi here? Uh, yes, uh, that is we, we, something that we notice as well. Uh, that's happening now. And, and I think it's uh, uh, very factors. We don't know the actual reason for it. We don't know the reason. But there are certain factors that we need to look at. Uh, maybe our diet is not right, and it's not nurturing our our uh, our bodies. It's not creating the type, the quality of the immune system that we need to fight these viruses very sharply, very quickly. Uh, that's one of the things. It may be uh, maybe the quality the quality of the food. There's too much of artificial colors, flavors, preservatives. Too much of canned and tinned foods and and preserved foods. Not wholesome foods that we are giving our children. Uh, you know, the, not um, uh, foods that we are cooking and and making sure that the that the source of the food is is, is good. Uh, that's one uh, one one factor. The other factor is pollution. Uh, we are we are getting you know our cities are full of choked up with pollution. Some cities are very bad, very very bad, and and of course that pollution also impacts on the lining of our our nose and our sinuses and our chest as well, and of course it impedes the fight. That the body is trying to create with the virus, it it, it stops it from uh, functioning 100%. Uh, with the result that you are going to, um, uh, you're going to, you, you know, you you're going to uh, t- take longer for you for you to get better. And in fact, sometimes you get a relapse, and that's what happens. Uh, you get you, you you think you're getting better. After two weeks, you start feeling much better, and then the whole thing starts again. And the reason is that virus woke up again. Uh, because your body didn't kill it completely, and so uh, the, you know you get a relapse. You get a, the whole virus starts again. Uh, so that's one of the, that's another factor. And then the other factor, of course, is that we are we want quick fix, fixes. We want to get better very quickly, and we don't want to stop work. We don't want to stop things. And and sometimes Allah Taala creates these things for us to make us rest. Uh, and and one of the best things to do if you get sick is to rest. You need to go to bed. You need to lie down. Your body needs to concentrate on the virus. If you keep going, your body now has to con- to support you with your with your wherever you're going and whatever you're doing, uh, and of course fight the virus at the same time. So the the body's attention is divided. Uh, you don't want that. You want the body's attention to be focused on the virus. So the to, for the for the body to do that, you need to go to bed. You need to go and lie down. So you don't give the body much work, much other work to do except to fight the virus. So uh, that's another thing that we notice as time is going on. We are we are now don't want to go to bed. We don't want to stay in bed. We want to we want to carry on working, and that's one of the reasons why these viruses are spread like that, like how we, uh, like how it goes from one to another because you are now going out into the community and spreading the virus even more. So it's 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 a situation where we 
the, the fast pace of life that, that's taking place at the moment when every, everything needs to be done quickly and now, and you, you can't take time off because you need to get going. Otherwise, you know, you, you, how can Shafat go to bed? Uh, Shafat must wake up. He's a man. He's, he's not supposed to get sick like this. Uh, he's, he's uh, you know, oh, he's, a weak, he's a weakling. Why, why is he going to bed? With a, with a cold, he's going to bed. What's wrong with him? See, that's the attitude that we have developed, which is wrong. In fact, we should be telling people who are sick to go to bed. Please go to bed. Employers should be telling their employees, don't come to work today. Please go to bed. Go and lie down. Go and, go and sleep. Take, get better first. And you'll find that by doing that simple thing, that just by resting, you'll get better quicker. You'll absolutely get better quicker because you're now given your body a maximum chance uh, to fight the virus. You know, you made a brilliant point there, Doc. Sleep is such a healer. And you know, you heal so quickly when you sleep. And uh, that's time when you don't have sleep, then you get worried. You know, I can't sleep because you want to sleep to heal. And also, I'm looking at a message from, uh, uh, who's this from? Uh, Kairun Isa. Isa. Kairun Isa. She says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, doctor. I'm a big fan of essential oils. And I notice in whatever of my ailments, I use it. But I use them neat. In other words, I don't dilute them. One auntie, I don't know if she's jealous, doctor. She tells me I will get uh, stroke if I use it neat. Doctor, how you respond uh, to uh, uh, Kairun uh, Isa there? I don't know very much about that, uh, but I have seen burns from tea tree oil, uh, neat tea tree oil used on the skin. I have seen burns on the skin created by tea tree oil uh, on the skin. So I can, I can imagine what must be happening inside the body with, uh, uh, with these uh, uh, concentrated oils. Uh, uh, there's no need to to, to, to take them in a concentrated way. It's better to dilute them because, you know, you, 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 are, you are actually, again, creating a problem for the body to try and, uh, uh, to try and overcome something that uh, is going to create more of a problem for the body uh, rather than help the body. The essential oils are, are very good. They work very well. But I think they need to be used in moderation. From my experience with tea tree oil and, and the burns that it causes, uh, I, I can see that uh, the other oils may, may create a similar problem. So I think, you know, the important thing is to get advice from people who have experience in it. And that's what you, we need to do. Find out from people who have, who have experience, who use it, and find out exactly how much of dilution that you need to use for it to be effective. Well, uh, yes, uh, you get the aromatherapist, and uh, they give you a good uh, answer. Jazakallah khair for being frank there, doctor. Uh, looking at a message here from Ahmed. He says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Dr. Faru Kafiji. You make me uh, very worried because I go to an India doctor. He give me herbal antibiotics every time I say I got cold. Now I'm frightened to go to him now because the herbal antibiotics uh, is... Uh, I don't know for true or he make himself. Doctor, how's this? Uh, I'm getting the gist of this. Uh, herbal antibiotics. And, you know, as we know, you so eloquently told us that antibiotics don't work for colds. So here this uh, fellow goes to this uh, India doctor. There's too many around, I think, in Overport area. And he's giving him herbal antibiotics. What's your thoughts on herbal antibiotics, uh, doctor? I don't know. I don't know very much about them. I don't know anything about them, actually. But I can tell you this, there's a, there's a problem with these things. Unless it's a Hakim that is using uh, authentic pro pro uh, prophetic medication, medicines, and, and things that we are familiar with uh, in our kitchen, 
uh, then it's fine because then we know that we are we use these uh, ingredients in our cooking and and in general daily life. Uh, and and uh, you know they may, may may ask you to make a mixture of this and that and that, but you those are, these are these things are all familiar with us. We know we know about them, but be careful of herbs that yeah, that you are getting which you are not familiar with, uh, because remember uh, a herb may have something like a hundred or hundred and fifty different ingredients in it, so there may be one or two or three ingredients in there which will be helpful. But what about the others? What about the other 97 ingredients that are there? What What is it doing to your body? Uh, you, you don't know, because these things haven't been tested fully to find out exactly what effect is it having on your liver, what effect is it having on your kidneys, on your brain, on your other tissues in your body. Uh, you may get the benefit from a few of the ingredients in that herbal medication, but the majority of them, uh, the, the other ones, you have no idea. So that's where our problem is. And, and we see complications from that. And in fact, now one of the questions that we ask when we see an abnormal liver function, we usually, before we used to ask general questions like, do you drink alcohol? Because that's one of the things that's toxic to the liver. Now we have to ask, are you on any herbal preparations? Because we notice that people on herbal preparations have a liver function disorder. Uh, and and the, the reason for that is that some of the ingredients in that herbal preparation is causing damage to the liver. Uh, or the kidney. Sometimes it's a kidney problem, uh, and uh, and so you you are you really you know you, you this day and age when when you know how things work and how what things you need to do, there's no need to go and do all those things unless you go to a hakim, a proper hakim who is using prophetic medications. That's fine. There's no problem with that. But the other ones, the fly by nights, keep away from them absolutely because you really don't know what you're putting into your body. Well said the doctor. You talk about the Yunani tip doctor. Yeah, he's using a prophetic medicine there. Afzal says, Assalamu alaikum, Dr. Faru Kafiji. I always make dua for you, and you still sound as young as ever. I agree with you, Afzal. Doctor still sounds like how I knew him 100 years ago. I'm 200 years old. Doctor is 150. So it goes on. He says, Doctor, in other words, colds will generally get, you get better quicker with colds than with the flu. I remember when I was at school, my doctor used to write a doctor's certificate. He said influenza, and they generally gave me uh, eight to ten days off. Doctor, how do you respond to Afzal here? Influenza is, is different from the common cold. Uh, influenza is a particular virus uh, that uh, is a very serious virus. You get different kinds of influenza A, influenza B. Those are the two common types of influenza that we find around. Uh, and now that's different from a, a virus like COVID. COVID is not influenza. Influenza is a particular virus, that's influenza A, influenza B. And there's a whole different range of them that come up. And they, they also mutate, they change uh, every year. And, and, and of course, that's why uh, the, the, you, you get influenza A this year, it doesn't mean you're protected against influenza A. Next year, you may get Influenza A again, but this is a different variety again because your body doesn't recognize it as such. So influenza is a much more serious infection than the common cold. It it's really damages the body very, very badly. And it causes a very high fever. It causes a lot of body pains. It is sustained. Uh, it, it, it lasts for, you know, the, the temperature may last for, for five, six, seven days. And in fact, you can be very seriously sick for, for six or seven days. 
And then the recovery period is another five to seven days. So all in all, a proper influenza A, influenza B, will last you two weeks. Your recovery will be two weeks. Uh, so, uh, and then the first, first, the first week will be quite severe, quite bad. You have, a, you have a very high fever, a sustained fever, and you have a sore throat, runny nose, blocked nose, coughing. You'll be miserable, and, and your body will be very sore. Uh, and that's that's influenza. And we've had influenza uh, in the, in March, April, uh, influenza A. Then we had influenza B again uh, earlier in the year. And then they, would, they then they went down. And then we have the respiratory syncytial virus, which is again not influenza. It's a different virus. The influenza virus is a particular one. So, but you see, with the influenza virus, you know the the mutation is not not generally not that fast as a common cold one, with the result that they can make vaccines for them. And if you, if and, and, and so the vaccines will protect you against the 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 the, the, the influenza A, influenza B. Uh, and you see remember the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting the infection. It's not meant to do that. The vaccine is supposed to build up your own immunity. What it does is it 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 creates an, 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 a situation where your body uh, thinks that this is the virus, that uh, a particular virus, influenza A virus. And so it, your body will form its own natural immunity against that influenza A virus. So when the real virus comes to you, you will get it. But your because you, your body has already got antibodies against it, it'll kill that, it'll knock that virus off very quickly. You'll get the you get it, but you'll get it very mildly. You may get a scratchy throat or a bit of a runny nose, and you, you may feel off color for a day or two. But your your the, the, the vaccine will now kick in, and, and the, the antibodies that the vaccine created will now come in and kill that, uh, and knock that uh, virus off. And of course, that's how it works. So, so you will get a very mild, if ever you will get a mild, some of the vaccines are very good, and and uh, the the virus is killed very quickly in the body before it gets a chance to establish itself, uh, but it won't stop you from getting it. It'll, all it'll do is it, it'll it'll pump up your immune system, your own natural immune system, uh, to to kill the virus as soon as it comes into your body or as soon as it can. Uh, so you know you may get a mild infection and then you and then you're over it, finished. It's not you won't get the full seven fourteen day illness. Uh, from the flu, uh, from the from this virus, from from the influenza virus, and that's why a lot of people say, "Look, I took the flu vaccine and I still got sick." Well, they took the flu vaccine because the flu vaccine will only protect them against influenza. It will not protect them against the common cold, and it won't protect them against the RSV, the the respiratory syncytial virus. You can still get those because the flu vaccine will only protect you against influenza A, influenza B. That's all. Having a great evening in your company, doctor. You know, it's like you're sitting and having a cozy chat in a cozy room in the posy. Now, doctor, uh, uh, Fozi Masi's got a very interesting question here. She says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, 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 Dr. Farooq Kafiji, and not forgetting our Mufti AK Hussain, give him our salams too. Uh, wants to know, why are colds worst at night, uh, doctor? That's a very good observation. It's uh, worst at night. And even, uh, may I add to that, doctor? The pain, you know, when you're not well and you got pain, the pain exacerbates at night. Why is, is that so, doctor? Uh, you generally notice that inflammation in the body 
uh, whatever it is caused by, will get worse from about 4 o'clock onwards. Uh, 4 o'clock onwards, about midnight, uh, it will get worse, whatever information you have. If you've got arthritis too, you'll find that it'll start getting worse throughout the evening. Uh, that's because the temperature starts dropping. Uh, the body, the, 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 the air temperature starts dropping at that time. It becomes a bit cooler, it becomes a bit colder. And so your body now starts, the inflammation, the, the inflammatory part of your, of the, whatever the illness you have, will now start becoming more prominent. Uh, that's one thing. The other thing is, we don't know what atmospheric changes that are taking place. Allah Ta'ala knows best what happens during the day and during the night. Allah Ta'ala knows best what's going on around us. And, uh, and, and those things can also interfere uh, with our normal running of our body. Uh, so, yes, from about 4 o'clock onwards, People who are sick will, will feel sicker. People who, are, who, have, who have got a fever will probably start getting a fever at that time. And people who have inflammation other than infections, uh, they will also find that they'll start feeling a bit worse from 4 o'clock onwards in the evening. And, and it's, such, it's a natural phenomenon that, that occurs. Uh, we don't fully understand why, but one of the things maybe is a drop in the temperature. Maybe other, th other things are coming into the atmosphere that's creating a problem for us. And uh, so, generally speaking, that's that's exactly what happens. Now, doctor, you know, generally when people get sick and they get thirsty or they get hungry, and the first drink is you give them is water, then someone asks for a green tea, uh, someone a lemon water. You know, they, some have preferences, hot or cold, or some will ask for orange juice, and some say, "Oh, make me a nice homemade uh, vegetable broth." So, when you're sick, what is the best? Uh, I mean, you're like a nutritionist too. What's the best uh, diet to have, or what uh, do you have, uh, doctor? Well, you know, you need to help your body. Uh, that's the base, basic reason. Now, when you are sick, uh, you're eating to support your body so that it can fight the virus. That's basically what it what. And and also, you you eating nutrition. You want you want nutritious foods to protect your body from damage, uh, so so that it can you can recover from it completely without any any damage to the body. So you know, soups are good. Uh, but, uh, you know, you, chicken soup, you can have vegetable soup, no problem. They're, those are very nutritious. You're looking for something with protein in them uh, so that, you, you, you know, your protein, the proteins are, your, your immune system requires proteins uh, to, to, to develop the, the immunity. So you need some protein. So uh, a protein, uh, a, 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 that's why they say chicken soup is very good for, uh, for colds and flus and vegetable soups as well. And of course, uh, you, can use, you can think of other nutritious drinks. If you want to go a little bit um, more, you can, give, you, can give them, you can make an egg flip for the person. Uh, the, the white of the egg has got a very high protein content and you can put them in milk, put it in milk and give them a, 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 an egg flip once a day. That will give you a, a lot of, uh, put some honey inside uh, and that will give you quite a nice nutritious drink to drink. Uh, don't tell them you put an egg inside, otherwise they won't drink it. But if you if you just tell them to drink it, just drink it and make sure the the milk is cold, not hot, because that 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 white of the egg will curdle and and create become lumpy. So you need to drink. You need to have cold. Let it be a cold milk with with um, a couple of eggs inside, white of the eggs, not the yellow, and and a, a teaspoon of honey. That makes a very nutritious drink for a person who is sick. Uh, and uh, of course. You can make a smoothie for children, and again uh, with yogurt because the yogurt have got the probiotics in them, and for adults too. 
you can give them that because the probiotics are the ones that our, our gut needs to make the immune system stronger. So you are help, you're actually helping the body. And, and in the yogurt, you can put fruit and you can put whatever else, honey, and you can, you can make a nice, uh, you know, uh, palatable uh, thing for them to, 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 to drink or eat. Uh, so you need to keep things simple. Uh, when you when people are sick, not give them biryani to eat or maybe give, give them something very hard to digest because uh, you, again you you need your body to concentrate on fighting the virus rather than uh, trying to digest very very complicated foods. So uh, so the simpler the food, the more nutritious it is. You're making it simple for the body to absorb these things and to use it uh, to fight the virus. That's basically what you want. Well, you energized and you boosted uh, medical files uh, this evening, giving uh, brilliant advice uh, to our listeners, uh, doctor. And uh, perhaps your parting words uh, before we let you go. Yeah, I think I think you know uh, Allah Taala has given us a fantastic body that does everything automatically. We don't even realize what what it's doing. All we need to do is support the body. We need to just help the body. We need to stop putting toxins, toxic substances in our bodies and things that our bodies are finding it difficult to digest and making it difficult for our bodies. And if we just keep things simple, you'll find that you're, 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 you'll have a very healthy body and, and, of course, your tissues will heal very quickly and, uh, you know, you, 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 you'll recover much quicker from the colds and flus that we have. Uh, and, and that's what we need to do. We need to just support our body, eat wholesome foods, and make sure that we drink enough water because our our bodies require hydration all the time to function correctly. Jazakallah khaira for that, Dr. Faru Kapiji. You have a mashallah beautiful evening ahead. Inshallah, in a fortnight, uh, we'll be chatting again. Inshallah, you have, uh, as I say, Allah keep you blessed and your family members for taking off your the, the time to be on this platform and really adding value to it. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Time for us to go for the Isha Zan and inshallah we will continue after that.